Hey you, with a rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down mortgage option, my human realized a new home was within reach. And I only gave her puppy eyes once. Get your human to talk to a mortgage consultant or learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS ID 399801. Electroconvulsive Therapy Part 1 Go kid, go kid, go kid, do the crap with me Welcome to Spitting Game. I'm Royalty. I'm one-fourth of the Nerdflow podcast crew. This is a Patreon bonus exclusive episode just for the subscribers of the Nerdflow Patreon. And this is a podcast all about video games. So, this week, man, it's been one hell of a week in video games, I would have to say. With GDC in San Francisco and... Things like that, man. And I know what, actually, I need to go correct something, too. Um, I know Nerdflow this past week episode, I, I said GDC was in Germany, which I heard that on another podcast that they said it was in Germany. So that's why I ran with that, you know, I ran with that information as far as when GDC came up. So evidently, I was wrong. I apologize about that for providing you guys with the wrong information on Nerdflow. And I'll make sure I, you know, take that statement over to Nerdflow new episode next week, but we got a lot of stuff going down in video games this week, so let's get into things. We got, uh, first up, um, but before, I hold on, before all of that, though, before all of that, um, I also want to thank all the Patreon subscribers for, um, be, becoming Patreons for Nerdflow and just, you know, being the support and the lifeblood of Nerdflow, so I thank you guys for, you know, paying your hard-earned money to help support our show and to help us to provide and entertain you just that much more. So thank you guys for being Patreons of Nerdflow. Really, really, truly appreciate it. And I give all that um, and the rest of the Nerdflow team thanks you too. So, But okay, into topics, man. So we got up first. We got Xbox dropped the bomb this week saying that they're coming out with a service similar to like video games for Netflix. And it's called Xbox Xbox Game Pass. I can't talk this up soon. So it'll be coming out this spring. It'll be $9.99 a month. And for video games, man, this is like a freaking game changer. This is what PS Now should have been for the gaming industry. And it's just, I think with a lot of people with PS now, man, it's it for me, for example, it's too expensive. For I don't, I didn't feel the service was worth twenty dollars a month with the it's a it, I mean with the old library of backward compatible games. Yes, they have a robust library of different games that I probably would like to go back and just play for nostalgia and things of that nature, but. I think that service should have been nine ninety nine. Every other service out here that we love, Netflix, Hulu, 
Amazon Prime even broke the broke the trend that they had with charging a whole $99 a year doing the annual for Amazon Prime and to get video. Now it's only $8.99 a month. So and then on top of that, man, with all the streaming services, with all the core cutting cable services like PlayStation View, Sling TV, uh, Direct TV Now, uh, you got YouTube actually this week as well just announced their TV service as well that's going to be called YouTube TV. And then Hulu announced during uh, early parts of the year doing CES, they announced their TV service. So it's all about the digital come up. In, in technology right now and the death of cable is soon soon upon us man and but with xbox they're even though they haven't had the greatest um sales when it comes to console sales and i mean playstation is smoking them by like a freaking yard not even i mean for, for freaking miles but i mean man this is great for games I'm a PlayStation guy for sure. I have an Xbox One, and I like so I, I like the Xbox for the exclusives that they have and that they offer. But this Game Pass basically puts the ball in Sony's court when it comes to PS Now. Um, recently, maybe I want to say about three weeks ago, PlayStation removed some of the devices that PS Now is compatible with, like TV, Samsung TVs, Blu-ray players, and the PlayStation Three and uh, and the Vita as well. And so they're only supporting PS4 and uh, PC, which is what this service is going to be on as well. Xbox One, I think it's going to be Xbox. I know it's Xbox One, Xbox 360, and I want to say PC is involved in that. And I have to double check that source. But but what this does is, is when E3 rolls around, or either even before then, Sony has to respond and make PS now $9.99. They have to. I mean, I have EA access on my Xbox. And I do that just for like, because EA makes very good games. And I feel like, even though, you know, everybody feels like EA is the evil gaming company. But they make, you know, they make these, they make good games. I mean, they make, you know, you got your, your sports games as well. And you got UFC and stuff like that. And I like those games. So, um... But this just is such a game changer for for the gaming industry because it's just going to allow it's going to really allow those those for one more thing those who own Xboxes or just in the sense of when you're a kid or you're you're somebody that gets a gaming console as a gift and nobody knows what you like somebody buys your Xbox. Xbox Game Pass exists. Right now, you can't just drop $60 on a game. Shoot, get the Xbox Game Pass, $9.99 a month. And you got tons of games to choose from to play on a new console. You could try and test out a lot of games if you want to go out. And then you also, you can go out and buy them. That's the other part. And with the with actually having the service, you'll actually get some discounts along with that. Uh, you'll save 20% on Xbox One game purchases through the digital store, of course. Uh, 10% off any DLC slash add-ons that you'll get and all of that. So, And they'll be changing out the games from time to time based on pretty much how Netflix does it now, where they change out different games. They take out old games, put in new games each and every month. So that's nothing, I mean, that's nothing different when it comes to 
comes to Netflix. Xbox Live uh, Gold members, man. You guys get early access to some of the games early before they hit everybody else that doesn't have um, that doesn't have Xbox Gold subscription. So that's another plus. So they're rewarding the people who pay monthly for the online service on top of that with the Game Pass. I just can't wait till they come up with like a bigger uh, Xbox Live service that includes the Game Pass with your monthly online. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a thing. You know, very soon, probably when they drop the Scorpio, but we'll see. But again, man, and then on top of that, when they announced the Xbox, Xbox Game Pass, the next following day, GameStop stock plummeted, man. It plummeted and it was something that you kind of figured was going to happen because they're the representatives for GameStop as we talked about the whole circle of circle of life program that they have now and how everybody does not agree with that program and how shoot how even the people who are the workers there don't even agree with their system. And this is a kind of like a blow to their bread and butter, which is used games. And with gamepad if PlayStation makes that next move into making PS now cheaper, allowing you to download games from those Gaikai servers that they have instead of just streaming it. And you can have the choice of either streaming or downloading it. That's going to be a death blow to GameStop as a whole. Because you have two, you have, because one, PlayStation is the big kahuna in the room. It's the, it's the big consoles. It's the, it has the most units sold in millions right now. And for them to do that, they would just cut the legs right out from under GameStop if they do that. And with Xbox doing that, that's already going to be a death blow to the old game catalog because you don't have to deal with the haggling of, you know, the people in GameStop trying to get you to get the game pass, trying to get you to get the, the power up card and all that and trying to sell you on the game informer magazine and all this other stuff. And, and bugging you about pre-orders of get of a game that you're going to get, but you just don't want to drop the money on it right then and there at the time. So that's going to be a death blow for them. If, if PlayStation announces this at E3, that that service is going to be $9.99, get ready, people. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to have to change their business model at GameStop real quick. They're going to go into panic mode when that, when that comes around. Um, Next topic, man. Um, we got Twitch. So this whole digital games buying thing, man, is like the thing right now. Um, we got Twitch. Twitch, of course, some months ago was purchased by Amazon. A lot, a lot of money. And so, you know, you got Twitch Prime and stuff like that. But now they also, um, the streamers who stream on Twitch your your bromance, your the King Gathians, your your King Ballers, your uh your your Patrick Swayze's, you got Tefties and stuff like that, man, that stream on Twitch, man. Um you got these guys have come up with a program. Basically, if somebody's playing, let's say the division or destiny, for example, and you're playing Destiny 2 and you haven't picked it up. So you're watching that streamer to see, okay, I want to see if I really want to get this game or not. So with that being said, you can, if you're sold and, you know, you're talking to, you're watching Bro Man stream and 
He's just like talking all these great things, these new features, the storyline of, of Destiny 2 and how it's so great and how it's this and that. And you hear that it's like, man, I don't want to take that ride out of the car to go pick up a game or anything like that. You know what? I'm going to support bro man and pick up and pick up Destiny 2 right on his dashboard on Twitch. And so with that being said, you end up supporting your favorite Twitch streamer, they get 5% of the sale. And then on top of that, the company who created the developers, they get 70, 70% of that. Now, I watched some videos leading up to, you know, the recording of episode three of Speed Game. And I know I was listening to some other um, YouTubers that I, that I watch and, you know, things like that. And I know there was some concern about, you know, with Twitch streamers being, not being honest with the games they're playing, only playing those games because... Either they're new and they know people are gonna watch them play it, and then you know you got people who are variety streamers, and they play different. They play whatever is new that's out at the time, and so you know it's all it's a concern about the passion for the game that they're presenting and that they're streaming. That they're only doing it because they know they're gonna get it's gonna line their pockets by playing that game at the time when it's hot at the time, and then they you know. Whatever game, let's say they were a League of Legends player and they go back to playing League of Legends. But in out of all honesty, just like the other um, YouTuber that I watched is on, a lot of these streamers, Twitch streamers, are very, very honest people. There are some that I'm, I don't know any that are snakes, but you know, there's always going to be people who are shady and shysty or whatever. So, but a lot of these guys, they're very honest. They're going to play what they like they're not going to they're not going to go with the crowd to play play certain games i mean if a game has a lot of hype and it's good of course everybody's going to going to switch over to it and play it because they you know they want to check it out just like you do so it's no different because they you can't hold twitch streamers to a different standard because you know they they're partnered and they get money from when you subscribe to their channel. And now with this being the case, they get money from when you want to buy the game. So next topic, man, we got destiny content, man. Today around about noonish in some place, 11 o'clock my time destiny. Well, Bungie announced the roadmap for what is going to be called the age of triumph and the age of triumph is going to be the new content that we're going to be playing from now until destiny two. And so to kind of sum up what they had in the article, um, they kind of, they kind of squashed the rumor as far as about like everybody was all concerned with destiny two, What's going to carry over? Is my gear going to carry over? Primarily, the only thing that's going to carry over is the character you created as far as in hair, you know, how your character looks, all of that. Anything else, if you bought anything from Eververse Trading, Trading Company, any of that stuff, you purchased the, the currency, all of that stuff is left behind on your Destiny 1 game. And I know a lot of people feel in some type of way about it and stuff like that. But for me, as a Destiny player, I've been a Destiny. I've been playing Destiny since the freaking beta, man. And I love this game. I have been playing this game going on for going on three years now. It was something that if there was if there was a because you know in video games you know they have you have your droughts and stuff like that. That was the game I played you know 
so, so, so much. I mean, no matter what. And I play Destiny and WB2K like that. I, those are two games I, I've been playing year-round for like the past three years. And I've been playing WB2K, like WB games since since they were freaking WB SmackDown. But that's another thing. But, but yeah, so they kind of dispel those rumors about what was going to carry over and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's going to be good, man, because we're going to get that feeling again as Destiny players to be able to go into the unknown and to pick up weapons that we don't know what they do, how they perform, what the meta is for PVP, what's the hot gun, what's the best gun, you know, different roles, what's the best perks. We're going to relearn all that stuff all over again. And I'm fine. I'm completely fine with that. I was kind of kind of skeptical in the beginning of myself. I'm like, oh, man, do I do I want myself to carry over? But I have a vault space problem on my Destiny character. And I'm glad that I don't have to have that problem anymore come September this year. So I'm fine with that. I really do hope in this. Um, they're going to do the, the traditional Bungie uh, live stream that they always do. How they, you know, present content when it gets ready to come out. And... So they're going to start um, the Age of Trial reveal will be next Wednesday on March 8th. And then March 15th will be the Age of Triumph weekly rituals, Age of Triumph sandbox update. So they're going to give us, you know, all the things in the update. Now, here's something that I found interesting in this weekly ritual is there's a symbol to the far, far. What is this? The right hand side? Yeah, far to the right hand side that I don't recognize. It may be prison. It may be prison of elders again with some something refreshed in it. And that's good and cool because it looks like a uh, a fallen symbol is what it looks like. And then the other thing that I'm looking at is this raid symbol. And I'm hoping that because for them to come out with because the saying is dropping at the end of March, the last Tuesday in March is March 28th. If this is the case, and because this is probably roughly about about two, three weeks early from when we got the April update, but from last year, and I hope that we're seeing this raid symbol with these weekly rituals that each week is going to have a different raid, retro raid showcased in the game with some new and I don't know how they're going to make it enticing for, you know, for the destiny players, because you kind of know already, I think I really do feel that that whole thing with the gear, they should have left. I don't know. I feel like they should have not revealed that as yet, because if they refresh any of the gear in this update, it's going to make it feel like, you know, what do I have this for? I'm not going to take this to Destiny 2. So that's the only thing I'm kind of really, really concerned about when it comes to this update. I think they should have, like, held that information, you know, kind of close to, like, the E3, you know, reveal of Destiny 2 or something like that, or, like, the weekly update, like, right before E3 hits. That way we kind of, like, still kind of invested in, but we still don't know. Because some people are probably not going to not try to grind as hard for the gear and stuff like that. Um, I think if they increase the light level and have it attached to that gear for you to get, if they raise the the light level again to another level for us in this update, I think that would probably kind of make it more worth it to, to, to get that gear. 
you won't be as attached to because you know you're gonna lose it when Destiny Two rolls around. But at least that light level is gonna stay. Uh, it's gonna stay where it is. So we'll see how it plays out. I can't wait. I'm hyped. I've been kind of like you know kind of lax on Destiny a little bit. I go in each week get my uh, get my treasure chest from my um, from my bounties and stuff like that. Do the, I do my my strike missions? I get my I get my reward box from just doing the first one. I open it up because I'm just trying to get my stuff from my exotics. I'm trying to really I'm on really on a, on an exotic hunt at this point just to get the rest of the exotics I don't own yet. So that's primarily what I've been doing in Destiny, jumping in for a little PvP, um, Iron Banners this week. So I kind of been I kind of been laxed on Iron Banner because I primarily I have everything. Um, I think I'm probably going to try to level up the rest of my, my Titan and my Hunter, which are my secondary and, and third character that I have and try to just get those up to close to 400 as I can. I haven't even maxed out my, I'm probably like 10 lights away from being 400 with my Warlock. So probably going to grind out some Iron Banner this weekend and try to see if I can kind of like cap that off or something. So, but yeah, man, um, but that's pretty much it, man, for nerve flow. Um, not nerve flow, man. I'm like I said, I'm tripping all over myself this episode. Uh, spin game, man. Um, lot a lot of things. Make sure you guys uh check into nerve flow every single Thursday. New episodes dropping all the time. Uh, make sure you guys check out our newest episode as well, uh, which is episode four. Um, this episode we do a whole lot of talking about Nightwing in this episode. In this episode about you know. That movie got announced and stuff like that. So we, you know, we give our opinions on who we think from certain, you know, hot shows could potentially play Nightwing and stuff like that. And then we also debut our, uh, we have a segment called Ultimate Battle. So it's all about pitting, you know, since we do video games, comic books, stuff like that, we have a a pool of characters and villains to choose from. So like, we're going to be pitting the pros and the cons of those and we just debate back and forth who will win in a battle against one another. So that's a new, that's the debut of that on that episode. So make sure you guys go, go check that out. And, uh, yeah, man. Um, I want to say that's it for episode three of spin game. Uh, again, thank you guys for being the best part of, of nerd flow. Thank you guys for nerding out and geeking out with me on spin game and for being a supporter of nerd flow. And again, thank you. We will not, you know, we will continue to push out great content to you guys each and every, each and every week and every month. So thank you. Looking for quality auto parts for your vehicle? Shop one of the 152 Houston area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores. You'll find we have convenient locations, thousands of brand name parts in stock, extended store hours, everyday low prices, and well-trained professional parts people. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.